uh, Arsenal's making a return, and uh, Black Lightning lit up CW, and my mind is still blown about it. This is CW Weekly, everybody. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I always forget about our theme music every single time. I am offended by that because it's one of the things that I look forward to other than reporting all the news of the CW. It's true. I look forward to your lipstick, which looks amazing. Thank you. Look at you. Thank it's a nice, you. like, matte, but not too matte. Mm-hmm. So I just got real gay, everybody. What, what? Welcome to CW Weekly. We're so excited. We're two weeks strong going on. What, what? Two. Two. For two. Two for two. We're two for two. Because if we didn't show up, nobody would nobody be here. Nobody would be here. We're like, ah, I'm up to shit creek. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> what? I already cussed in the already. first minute. I'm sorry. Already. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt Marr. Thank you so much for being with us today. We're super excited. Lots to talk about. Everything premiered on CW this week, or, or most things premiered, so there's a lot. You can find me, Matt Marr, two T's, two R's, at the Matt Marr and all the social media. And I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. Miss Airy Baby, indeed. Okay, so I'm burying the lead a little bit because I, I swear I did laundry, y'all. I was so excited I wore my Black Lightning shirt again. I mean, it makes sense. I, it premiered this week. Next week, I'll wear a different shirt. I and promise. as long as it's clean, I don't it's see a clean. problem with it. Yeah, it's clean. We're going to do it. But uh, we're going to talk about, I, I know we uh, uh, After Buzz has its own Black Lightning uh, recap show, which you, which airs uh, yesterday, so that was Thursday. It airs on Thursday, so be no, sure. No, Wednesday. Today's Thursday. Today. It's been that kind of week. I get it. You know, it. I'm not I drinking in January, and I think there's something wrong happening in my brain. <laughs> so yeah, it airs on Wednesday, because Black Lightning premieres on Tuesday. At 6 p.m. So if you're super jazzed about the show, be sure to go to After Buzz on YouTube at 6 p.m. Or you can download the podcast at After Buzz uh, and Black Lightning. And the After Show is on because, you know, After Buzz has split into various channels. So mm-hmm. it's on their sci-fi, mm-hmm. fantasy, superheroes channel. So, yeah, if you watch the Arrow Show with me, it's going to be the same channel as that one. So just wanted to give a shout-out to them. Uh, so we are going to talk a little bit about Black Nine, but we're going to get to that later. So, but first off, we're going to start off with our ship poll from last week. Uh, my Twitter blew up on this one. It did? Yes. Mine did. I had a lot of retweets and people talking about ship stuff. I mean, it was... I feel it was out a of lot. the loop. <clears throat> Oh, wait, no, not this. For the this new week. one. Okay, not okay, the old okay. one. For this yes, week. This week. For this week. So, who was the winner? Oh, wait, no, we're doing trivia first. I'm sorry. You're always jumping the gun. I am. I'm it's too okay. Excited. So, our trivia this week, I swear, I know we talk about whatever. Black Lightning, I love it. Deal with it. So, Black Lightning was the CW's highest rated premiere in two years. Two years. We're That's gonna get, amazing. Yeah, we're going to talk about that more in details. But before that, The Flash was CW's highest rated premiere in six years. Mm-hmm. So in 2009, what show premiered that was at then the highest rated premiere for the CW? Was it either Melrose Place, the reboot? Was it The Vampire Diaries? Was it The Beautiful Life, called like TBL, I think that's what that's called? And then uh, 90210. So, I'm not going to lie, don't remember The Beautiful Life at all. No offense. And I love all things CW. 
You're but like, I missed that, that one. That one completely, I missed the boat on that one. I missed that one. Well, we will let you know at the end of the show. So, ship poll. Yes, let's talk about ships. Now, if you remember from last week, our ship poll went out a little bit late, so we gave you a full week to figure it out. Your options for last week were Caramel from Supergirl, Bughead from Riverdale, Destiel from Supernatural, and Live Well from iZombie. Mm-hmm. So with a resounding 73% of the vote, Matt, guess who won? I'm going to let you guess. Don't Uh, look it up. Just guess. Okay. I'm going to say, I feel like people are going to say Bughead. Well, you are correct. It was Bughead with 73%. But Carmel came in second at 13%. And Destiel, even our own, after Buzz's own, Lucretia Lyon jumped in the comments for that one. She did. She was like, why are there not more Destiel voters? We tried Lucretia. We tried. We tried. Okay, so what about this week's poll? So this week, your options were Piper and Leo from Charmed, kind of throwing it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Throwing it even further, we have Willow and Oz from <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We have Look Roy and Thea from Arrow. And I love, this is an actual Instagram from this week, and I love that he says, like, Thea, Roy, I ship it too. I love that. So, I mean, that's technically a vote, right? That's a vote. There we go. That's a vote. And then Archie and Betty from Riverdale. Right now, as it stands. Archie. Yes, old school. Piper and Leo coming through right now with 39%. That's what blew up my Twitter, Piper and Leo. So I feel like like this is going to be a clinch for them. But again, uh, we will let, we'll see. And the nice thing is, you have another four days to vote. Yeah. So tell your friends, tell your friends of friends, tell Tell your, your mom. Tell your dad. I don't know if you want to tell your mom or your dad. But, you know, tell somebody. And follow us on Twitter at, uh, you can, again, after, it's, what is it? I should know the Twitter at AfterBuzz. It's, it's at AfterBuzzTV. Oh, I thought it was something fancy. And like, make sure you use the hashtag okay. CW Weekly. We want to see your conversations. I'm an unprepared host. That's really It's okay, it's but about. you're here. But I am here. And, that and is I'm what here. is important. And casting news, we're going to talk about Dynasty, Dynasty, everybody, which is, uh, we still don't know if it's getting renewed for a second season yet. Not yet. I don't think we'll find out till May. But actor J.R., I'm going to say Keisha, he's set to recur on the show. Keisha uh, is going to play, that. look at that, that is brooding, as you talk about. The smolder. The Mm -hmm. smolder, that is the CW smolder. He's going to play Rick Morales, an ambitious and principled political journalist whose focus is on breaking high-profile scandals. And so Rick's latest story, it's going to thrust him into the Carrington's world where he reunites with Crystal, a former co-worker and friend, and perhaps more. Because, you know, secrets, as we talked about last week. Exactly. He's going to fit right in. Exactly. His character will be introduced in the second half of the season. So look at that. It's coming. I want to know what this perhaps more for Crystal is. I don't. I mean, we know that she's had past lovers, so. I don't know, you know. Possibly. I've, I've fallen off the dynasty wagon. I need to catch up. I, there's so much TV. There's it's so much, much TV. TV. There's so much TV. All right, then, speaking of TV, there's everybody's favorite Jane the Virgin. What do we got going on? So, f- new casting news. Brooke Shields is joining for a five-episode arc. Suddenly, Susan, lover. Oh, Okay. <laughs> you don't remember that show? No. You don't remember Suddenly no, Susan? I remember, I remember the show. I just de- didn't watch it. Oh, I think okay. I, was, I was on the younger it's okay. side it was, of things. It was, it was okay. Well, she's going to be playing former supermodel River Fields. And her character is actually going to get in a spat with another character mm-hmm. that's going to become, that's going to basically blow up because it goes viral. Oh. 
and she'll first appear on the February 9th episode. She's playing a model, big stretch. Yeah, model. That's what like, I was thinking. I was like, really? hmm, wheelhouse, yeah. just a little bit. You know what? I wouldn't care. I just, I just want to play myself on TV. But she's not playing herself. She's playing River Fields. Well, okay. Oh, Fields, Shields. I wonder, was <laughs> yeah, that intentional? Was, gonna... <laughs> was that on purpose? I bet it was. I don't know. Because her name's Brooke Shields. So ah, it's my... yeah. <laughs> So she's playing herself. Mine blown <laughs> just now. <laughs> I just had a moment. Thank you for sticking with us. If you listen to the podcast, I wish you could see her. Oh, thanks. God. Your eyes got so big. Huh. Well, that's good to know. So she is going to be playing herself. Okay, moving on. You look like you just discovered science. I don't know. It's like, what? I discovered something. Something. Um, okay, so um, Supergirl may be bringing on Lois Lane. Interesting. So, I know. I wanted to put a picture of Margot Kidder from Original Superman, but I didn't know if anybody would remember her, because she really is still the lowest lane to me. But anyway, that's, you know. It's Terry, but, what is her last oh, name? Oh, Terry Atcher. Terry Atcher was pretty good, too. Yeah. Terry that's mine. That's mine. Yeah, I get it. She was pretty good, too. She's pretty good. But, um, so, what's happening? This isn't anything confirmed, so I just want to say that this is not like... The network hasn't said this or the show, um, but basically an audition tape surfaced on Vimeo of one of the actors trying to uh, trying to audition for the show. Just so you know, if you don't know a lot about like acting stuff in L.A., a lot of auditions now are on self-tape. So you literally just put a camera up in your house, tape it, and then you submit it off. So... Per Omega Underground, the video is with an actor named Sarah Caballos saying that I will be reading for the role of Lois Lane. And then she does an interview, like a reporting interview. So that's all. We know that Jenna Dewan Tatum, she was Lucy, uh, Lucy Lane, mm-hmm. so played her younger sister. So maybe Lois Lane's going to be coming to Supergirl. We, we don't know. Now, what's interesting is I tried to watch the video today and it was privated. Oh, uh, well, some because this actress put this public and then this leaked, and mm-hmm. then her agent said, What the frick are you doing? She was Cut like, it off. Yeah, she was like, Holy crap. And that's, that's what. Now, yeah. what's interesting to me is going back to what we talked about last week about having the same character mm-hmm. in multiple mm-hmm. quote unquote universes or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we do see Lois, it's just going to be frustrating because Amy Adams plays Lois yes. in the movies. Yes. Again, just how do you choose which... Yeah, but Deathstroke? Uh, Whatever. We're still angry about it. We're still angry. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Let's talk about uh, our last bit of casting news. Uh, watch what happens, Riverdale. I love that. Sorry, I have to say it. It's punny. <laughs> okay. It's funny. You go for it. So Andy Cohen, as Matt alluded to, is actually coming to Riverdale. Mm-hmm. He's going to be playing himself. As an old friend of the Lodges who comes to town to offer Hermione a helping hand. Okay. Now, I don't know if that involves an interview of any kind or if he's just going to be sitting down on the Lodges couch saying, let's have a chat. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I don't think he's ever been on camera in an acting Maybe. I mean, he's a fame whore, so you would think he would have been more. But well, I he don't does think enough so. on camera with his own. I know, talk but show. I mean, I know that he loves that. So you think he would be like, "Sure, I'll be on your show." But I think you're right. Maybe, Maybe it's people in the chat that are Andy fans. I mean, I'm not not a fan. I'm just I don't know him. Maybe, Maybe he'll. Maybe because he's playing himself. It I'm feels just a wondering bit what he does. Like, 
I'm trying to, I, I watch, I just watched uh, this week's Today, because my other, I do a podcast about that. So I'm trying to imagine what the heck would Andy Cohen do in Riverdale? Just talk to the Lodges. Like, he just hangs out with them. He because, just hangs out You know, because they would both Oh, they are from New, New York. York. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it That's says true. he'll be showing up in late March. He's shooting his scenes now. So okay. I wouldn't be surprised if something, you know, pops about, like, an Instagram <clears throat> photo or something leaks about oh, yeah. he's gonna, what he's actually yeah, going to be that. doing. Well, I'll follow it now. I'll follow, I follow him, so maybe I'll see it. Um, all right, that's our casting news. Not a lot starting off the week. So I'm sure pilot season's starting all that. So be, this is your number one resource for casting news because, you know, we are on top of it. We'll keep you in the loop. We are so, as you saw from the first of the show, on top of it. Me, Erica is. <laughs> she tells me what to do, you guys, and I just say okay all the time. Speaking okay. of telling us what to do, uh-huh. let's jump to our hottie let's of the week. Let's jump to our hottie of the week. So the one who tells us what, what to, to do, do is- Anthony. Hello. Go for Hello. it. Hello. Tell us, All right. Anthony, who's your hottie of the week? So for my hottie of the week, it's going to be Jessica <coughs> Lisa Jess Camacho. And I um, was introduced to her in The Flash, but you may know her from uh, her role as Pilar Cortez in the ABC drama series Last Resort, as well as her starring role as Special Agent Sophia Foster in the third season of the Fox television series Sleepy Hollow. Oh, so, I didn't know she was in that. Yep, she's been in some films since uh, 2008, and she's also been in TV since 2007. And what I really liked about her character that she was just such a strong, uh, just a strong uh, uh, character in The Flash, and I love that uh, they made her as a sort of like a love interest with uh, my boy Cisco Ramon. <laughs> you know, I really, I really liked their dynamics and how they were vibing really well together. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's nice. But yeah, vibing. it was a, it was a. I really enjoyed her character, and uh, I just—I've uh, been keeping this one in my pocket. If I ever got asked again, that she is my hottie of the week. It was a good one. Yeah, it was good. It was great when her dad came on too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Trejo. That I was, was going to say I was a fan of this pick as well because, like you, Anthony, I love her and Cisco's relationship. I love Gypsy and Cisco's relationship, to be more specific. So good choice. Yes, good choice, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. you can tell us what to do all the time. Okay. Um, so now <laughs> we're going on to gossip and news. Uh, our first little bit is Brandon Ruth uh, dropped a bombshell. It's not really a bombshell. I just want to not say at that. All. It's not a bombshell at all because it's what we all want. But I can understand. But Brandon Ruth, so he's the Adam on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And he wants the cast of Black Lightning to join up with. Uh, them during crossover. He's, he says, quote, the more the merrier, and then it's less work for everybody else. <laughs> now, that was a joke, right? <clears throat> but I felt some kind of way about it. I'm not going to lie. He did joke. He said, or maybe it's still more work. I don't know if there's more room uh, on the wave rider for anybody else. He said, we barely fit as it is. I don't see this is going to be happening, probably. Oh, of course time. not. No, it's not. But, um, but yeah, I... I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting. We're going to talk about Black Lightning a little bit, but um, take a shot every time I say Black Lightning. That's what you should do for the show. I mean, don't do that <coughs> if you want to. Or name drop. You know, I do know. I'm kidding. I, I was going to say. I don't, I don't know anybody on Black Lightning, but I want to. But I did see them once at a CW party. That was kind of a drop. In San Diego. It was a network Comic-Con. drop, They though. stayed in the corner. They didn't talk to me. It was so a network wasn't. drop, not a name I drop. I tried to get into They wouldn't let me. Okay, so <laughs> stay away. <laughs> Just go to the bar. So, um, but yes, so um, I don't know. We'll see. But Black Lightning did premiere, and we're going to talk about that in a bit. And what was I going to Yeah, we'll talk about, like, it definitely, totally was different than other CW shows. So, 
but Brandon Ruth, you can keep on dreaming. But the showrunners have said, and even Greg Berlanti has said that that he is following what the showrunners want to do, and that that will not be happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, speaking of Greg Berlanti. I don't know. I just, I'm going, I'm sticking with Brandon for a second. I just felt that he was saying the only reason he wanted them to come on was because it takes, it makes it where he doesn't have to work as much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know he was joking, but it just, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Oh. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like what he said after that was kind of to cover up just to be like, oh, we just want them because maybe I'm reading too much into it. Well, I didn't watch the video. I just read it. So I didn't hear how he said it. Yeah. And maybe that's why, because I, I, I watched it. Because I read it as a joke. But, but okay. Ooh. Controversy. Not really. I'm Controversy. Just, I'm just a digging. A feud I'm, with Erica and Brandon Ruth. I'm digging too far into it. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. We can talk about it. We did. But okay. Greg Berlanti. Maybe, was, maybe he meant that like it would be less work because of how strong Black Lightning is. And in that way, you know, he'd take care of the bad guys a lot faster. Than I don't know if he's saying what. I don't, what did anybody in the chat say? Ivan just said I'm reading way too much into it. Oh, and I admitted it. It's I fine. Love Ivan, Ivan, just shade, shaded this shade down. That's fine. That's we're fine. just gonna we're just gonna keep it rolling. I'll watch it and I'll let you know. With Greg Berlanti. Greg Berlanti. So he actually commented in an interview with Variety mm-hmm. on the Andrew Kreisberg situation and the fallout from that Mm -hmm. and he admits that he knew that Kreisberg had previous anger management issues which I didn't know that that was news to me me neither but they had worked through that Mm -hmm. Um, but he wasn't aware of any sexual harassment complaints or any misconduct until about a week before the story actually broke in Variety Mm. so once that happened he said he was shocked he was confused and disappointed but then at that point his overwhelming desire these are quotes from the interview his overwhelming desire then into this moment was how can I fix this how can I help people that may have been hurt in any way that is still the predominant feeling I have about all of it so that supersedes all of everything else so and then further on in the interview he talks about how the mood in the writer's room and on sets are and the policies and procedures that his production company as well as the network and the Mm -hmm. studios have put in place Mm -hmm. so that these things don't happen again and one thing I do want to point out is that later in the interview he acknowledges the fact that he didn't realize people saw him as unapproachable yeah, I thought that was surprising to me. So one of the things, like, he's working on that <coughs> to make it where if there's an issue that people can come to him about it. Um, so he he goes further into what he's learned and what he's doing now personally to make things mm. better. It's a really good interview in Variety. Mm-hmm. It's long. Take a while. But if you're a fan of CW shows, read it because he, he does talk about Black Lightning mm-hmm. and kind of the, how they are um, producing that show. It's a little different than other shows are doing, So, which I thought was interesting as well. And just He has a film coming out now, I think, called Love, Simon, which is, I think, the first film that has a gay like protagonist, like the number one main character, mm-hmm. a gay teen at least. So... Anyway, check out the interview on just Google Variety and and, and Greg Berlanti, and you'll yep. figure it out. Um, all right, so speaking the, of Era, there's a lot of, like, I just want to say, I texted Erica during the show, and I was like, I feel like we don't have a lot of Jane the Virgin, or, like, a lot of... Uh, crazy ex-girlfriend. Crazy ex-girlfriend. There wasn't a lot of... We didn't find a lot this week. We really searched, so I know we're feeling like we're, we seem very DC-focused today. It's just everything premiered this week, so... 
But anyway, so now now that everything's coming back from hiatus and everything, we're talking about the scheduling changes and how they've affected Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. So as we know, we talked about this before, the two shows will now be sharing basically Supergirl's time slot on Monday night. So on February 12th, Legends will be temporarily replacing Supergirl, running for nine weeks until the season finale on April 9th. And the Supergirls will return this week on January 15th, and that's going to last for about a month. And then, like I said, Legends comes in until April 9th, and then Supergirl will be finishing out her season on April until June 18th. Um, so this is what Mark Guggenheim, Guggenheim, one of the executive producers, said, because we talked about how is this going to affect ratings, and mm-hmm. this is what he said. He's like, you know... Um, he's like, all the shows now, they've kind of proven that their audience follows the shows. Arrow's ratings are just as insanely stable despite the night change and the time change. And Legends has bounced around before, and it's fine, too. So he's not worried. They're really, they feel like the audiences are so loyal for this show that they can do whatever the hell they want, and we will follow it. So I hope he's right, because we love these shows, and we don't want them to go away. I was just going to say, while reading this, I was like, so it's our (laughs) fault. Because we're loyal. Because if they change to Tuesday, we'll follow to Tuesday. We need to put our feet down. We need to, like, get some heavy boots. You are rebellious today. I don't know. I'm feeling it. You are. I love it. I'm feeling it. Maybe it's my hat. I don't know. I love your hat. But we need to make sure that they understand That, that this is confusing. This is confusing, and we don't like it. This show's not even going to end in June. It's like, May, come on. No. Come on. Whatever. We're still going to watch. Yeah, he's, we he's right. Yeah. We, we <laughs> At just, the end of the day. We're still going to watch it for sure. Anyway. Um, all right. What's next? Moving on. Someone on The Flash is going to become psychic. That's a little teaser that I'm going to tell you about right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the synopsis for the episode that airs in about two weeks. It looks like Cecile is not only growing a baby, but also psychic abilities. Yeah. I literally wrote that with two question marks. So I wanted to make sure I got that inflection in there. The episode synopsis is a meta who can shrink anything he touches battles Team Flash. Cisco and Ralph get caught in his crossfire and are shrunk to miniature versions of themselves, which is going to be funny because imagine a little vibe and a little stretch man. Oh, what is his name? Does uh, he have an official uh, name? The Elongated Man. There you go. Imagine him. It's like That's gonna those be little toys that you can <clears throat> yeah. stretch out. Um, they get caught in his crossfire, and Cecile re- realizes her pregnancy has caused her to have temporary powers and discovers she can hear other people's thoughts, which unnerves Joe. And then separately, Barry meets someone with a connection to his dad. Mm. But what's interesting is where do these powers come from? Because I don't think – did she – she didn't get pregnant when the thinker – or when Barry came back, no, she but was I mean, pregnant at that she point. lived in Central City whenever the the when everything exploded to begin with. So maybe it's I think it's interesting because you know women when they get pregnant, you know they'll their feet grow or like suddenly they hate they hate onions when before they loved them and things mm-hmm. like that. So um, I mean, I have a friend now who's like young and pregnant and now she's like diabetic when she's pregnant and then once I said but will this be forever and she's like no once I have the baby it goes away yeah that happens I'm like that's so weird yeah so I think our bodies are amazing Matt they are they actually are amazing (laughs) but I think it's kind of cool that they're kind of taking something that happens to women normally Mm -hmm. and then throwing it on meta human kind of like well if we're in this world maybe this could happen yeah I just want Cisco or Caitlin or somebody to 
explain kind of how it can happen. Oh, Caitlin's on it. Okay, good. Cisco, I'm, not, be- I'm trusting I you. I feel like Cisco's not going to know anything about lady stuff. Also, well, that's true. Real quick, to to be honest with you, I have <laughs> seen a similar sort of uh, side effect to a uh, a woman who was pregnant and had her powers. Um, not in real life. In, in adult. I was going to say, wait a minute. Whoa, <laughs> in a okay. Let me that. Who are your friends? In a What's that show? In, in The Gifted, uh, Lorna, who's Polaris, is pregnant, and her powers are affected by her pregnancy. pregnancy. Um, but they're so, intensified. Yeah. This is something totally different. What if the baby is the, actually psychic? Yeah, the basis of their chemistry is still being changed, you know? True. When they're pregnant. Because you know that, like, when women have a baby... Even if, like, they're a surrogate, so even if it's not like they're, like, they're not their egg, they're just carrying a baby for a friend, once they have a baby, the DNA of the child still stays in the woman, in the woman forever, but not really? in... Really? I didn't but know that. The, but the DNA, like, let's say you're... Because I'm gay, so I have a lot of gay friends that have done surrogacy stuff, so there's... Uh, but, like, let's say if a woman had my baby, like a surrogate, my child's DNA would be in her body, but... Didn't think we are going to talk about this on After Does, but... Thanks, Flash. Her DNA would not be in my child's at all. That's interesting. Yeah. Our bodies are amazing. Yeah. There you go. Our bodies are amazing. Bring it back around. Um, and bring it back around. We've got some other news. with. We've got a tweet from Mark Guggenheim. I'm going to read it for you right there. So, Mark, again, executive producer. Mark Guggenheim, apparently, um, crossover the movie. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yes, please, with extra scenes. A full movie. Yes. Yes, we want this. Well, and Mark Guggenheim tweeted on January 12th. He said, I tried to get this released as a single, seamless, no-act-breaks, quote, movie. Maybe even with new material. What stopped us? Ironically, union rules regarding credit. Now, do you know anything about that? Because I tried to research and I couldn't find too much about I it. didn't either because I don't think that would be like a – I am a SAG member, so I don't think it's a SAG union. I think it probably has to do with either producers or maybe um, people that work on those shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I don't – I just don't know. They all film, though, in Vancouver, so it's not as if they're working with Canada and you – um, I don't know. I just thought... I'm going to ask my friend who's a producer on the show. That would work. There And take a shot, everybody. I name drop. I'm going to ask her... You didn't drop the name, though. Well, I don't want to say her it's name. It's okay. But uh, I'm going to ask her, and I'm going to see. Yeah. So you're saying you would watch the full four hours, four-hour seamless episode? Well, it'd be like three and some change, probably. Yeah. If, if you it, add all the 40 minutes to it. It'd probably be like a 40... Oh, because oh. there's commercials, Yeah, too. so it's 40 minutes plus times four. Yeah. It's 160 minutes. So, so it's like it's a two-hour movie. It's almost three hours, yeah. I mean, that would be going on. But I'd do it. So you would it buy would it? Cool. Like if they put it all together and sold it on like CWTV.com or Amazon or something? No, I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> no, no, because... Oh, you don't like it that much? No, I do, but you can just stream it somewhere. Yeah, but they could do that now. I don't understand yeah. why I mean, they would Well, no. If there was new material, yes, I would buy it. Would you? Probably, if there's new material. If there's new material, I would buy it. Yeah. But I saw it, so like, but yeah. What do people, would the people in the uh, in the ship, not the ship, in the chat, would they? Nope, they're still talking about Cecile being, or her child, as Ivan has corrected us again, her child being the telepath. Oh, see. But they, didn't, they that, didn't say that. They didn't say that in the article. Well, you know what, Ivan... Come Maybe to, Ivan knows something we don't come, know. Come to L.A., be on the show. We'll have you on. Um, I can't promise that. I don't, <laughs> I don't run this. I just do what they tell me to do. Okay, so that, yeah. So crossover movie, coulda, shoulda, woulda. All right. 
what is next? Oh, MJ and Ivan said that they would, well, Ivan said he would see it, except the wedding crap, and then MJ said that they would buy it. So that's good to know. Okay. There you go. All right. So, um. Sticking with the Flash. Speaking with the Flash, let's talk about Kip Flash. Well, it's not really the Flash anymore. Because there's, of course, we talked about it. There's been talk about mm-hmm. Wally moving over to Legends. Mm-hmm. And at the red carpet premiere for Black Lightning, both Katie Lotz and Candace Patton mentioned or talked about Kid Flash being on Legends. They were asked if, hypothetically, Kid Flash moved to Legends, would he be in good hands? And Candace said, quote, I think he would be in great hands. He's got a great female leader over there. He has attributes that would really help the team over there. He would do great on Legends. And Katie, who was, like, very close to Candace on the red carpet, popped her head in, and she said, we could use a speedster. Jax has some pretty big shoes to fill. And for me, just selfishly, Jax was my little brother, so I need a new little brother. So maybe Kid Flash can hop on the Wave Rider? Yeah, on the Wave Rider. He could hop on the Wave Rider and... Still have an older sister to. I think it's a fantastic idea, actually. Yeah, because there's really, I'll be honest, they haven't had anything for him to do on Flash. No, you know what I mean. We talked so, about it, yeah. So yeah, I think it's a fantastic idea. I hope it happens. And mm-hmm. Ivan is saying it wouldn't bother him if Wally was permanently on Legends. Okay, well, if it doesn't bother Ivan, then it must <laughs> be good. So let's do that. Let's do that. Um, speaking of sidekicks. Oh, sorry. I did also want to mention that at yes. the TCAs. CW President Mark Pedowitz did confirm that we'd be seeing him on Legends, but when asked about it further, he just said, we'll have to see. Yeah, I so think, So it's yeah. not where he's saying it's not going to, he's not going to be on there permanently. I think he says like a really short it. scene, a mm-hmm. blip, but we're talking like potentially now full cast member. Let's yeah. see. I hope so. I hope so. They have, they have spaces to fill. Um, and speaking of sidekicks coming back, Harper's coming back. You're so I am so excited. He's so hot. Um, and he has a funny Instagram, too. And you should follow him at Colton L. Haynes. And this is a picture from his Instagram where he says, Friday night shoot with my hashtag AeroFam. Guess who's back, back again. Hard, hard, hard. And so it, you broke the news in December. I did. That he was well, coming. thanks to everybody in the chat that yeah. broke it to me. <laughs> yes, that he's coming me. back. So we're very excited. And so... Uh, and kind of revealing a little bit of the reason. Again, Mark Guggenheim, he is busy this All week. up and through him. Up and, and Wendy Mercel, uh, executive producers for the show, said, We're thrilled to announce that Colton Haynes will be reprising his role as Roy Harper for a short arc on Arrow this year. Roy is back to Star City to help resolve an urgent matter with high stakes for the team. His short visit turns into something surprising when he reunites with Thea and sparks a change in both of their lives. That will have long-lasting consequences. I'm calling it now. They're going to run off together. Thea's leaving the show. That's what I thought when I read that, too. She's been in a coma. They didn't know what to do with her. I'm glad she's back so we can get Aunt Thea. But she's leaving. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. So, I Sad to say, I think that's the same. Because she doesn't want to fight. I mean, I guess Oliver's back. I don't know. Yeah. I think the Arrow mid-season premiere is happening. I know it's happening tonight, but is it happening, happening right now? Or is ha- it happening... No, it's happening uh, right now because after the show, we're going to watch it and in, in about uh, at 10 o'clock uh, Pacific time, we'll be doing the Arrow after show, which you can watch right here on AfterBuzz TV. Well, I won't plug, be there, plug. unfortunately. You won't. Matt will. You won't. But you're more than welcome to come. But I'll be there. Oh, thanks. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. Let's talk about 
Black Lightning. Well, first we're going to talk about Chris Williams, the actor, yes. for a second. Yes. And how he always wanted to be a superhero so bad. Mm-hmm. So when he first came onto the scene about the early 90s, superhero shows weren't like taken very seriously or they yeah. weren't as big. I, I think there They're was much the Flash, campier too. The Flash had a show. Yeah, and I, watch, I watch religiously. The Incredible Hulk had a show. I think that was it. The Incredible Hulk, that was... In the 80s? 90s? That was I, in the 80s. Like 80s, but it was around that and So time. what happened, it was like when Batman, Tim Burton's Batman came out in 1989. Mm-hmm. That movie blew up. And so then in the early 90s, there were like superhero shows. and um, But they were much like the trickster with Mark Hamill. It was much, much, much campier. Mm-hmm. And even the costuming. Yeah. It was great. I loved it as a kid. Um, I think Danny Elfman even did the music for Flash, who did the music for Batman. Interesting. So it's much more kind of cinematic. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, then at the turn of the century, as the article says, um, when they started to be taken more seriously, he thought, like, this was his chance. Mm-hmm. But as Luke Cage came out and now Black Panther is coming out, mm-hmm. he's, he thought that he had aged out. Like, he thought yeah. he was too old because I believe he's about 47 years old. <clears throat> but his then age he looks said, good on him. Then he said, I just thought maybe this is a dream that won't be realized. And then Black Lightning came along, and not only is it a fulfilling this dream of what I wanted, but it's more than that. It's telling a story that's even more important in a package that's even more socially conscious than I ever, I could have ever hoped for. So he gets to fulfill his dream of being a superhero, but also while telling a great story a great story and 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 opening the doors of conversation yeah because black panther which again i'm super excited about but they're living wakandia like a fictitious land so i'm interested wakanda wakanda yeah. i said it wrong it's okay um so it's going to be different whereas i mean this is i think you sent me a clip of like him getting arrested by a police officer my i texted back i was like they're going there yeah and you were like hands up and yeah. Uh, and just the whole show, I thought it was, uh, it it really, like I told my boyfriend, my boyfriend is African American, he doesn't watch a lot of superhero shows, but I watched and I was like, you need to watch this show, because they're talking about stuff that you and I talk about that's happening in your life all the time. And that's also what he says, and this <clears throat> is an article in the Washington Post, He he's talking about how the timing of this show is perfect. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm glad we've evolved in the superhero genre to get to this point. So I'm honestly thinking that it was right he 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 has the career he's had mm-hmm. because if he had been a superhero back then it might not have mm-hmm. been the kind of show that he would have wanted he would yeah. have gotten to be a superhero but he wouldn't be able to have the Jefferson Pierce character as he is today i yeah. mean they probably would have followed the comics, but, but I think it would have been a little bit more like when Luke Cage came out, and he would—I mean, he still says "Sweet Christmas," but I mean, it would have been a little just more campier because that's just where comic books were, or comic television shows were then. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's again too. We we mentioned this earlier, but it's the show's already a hit for the CW uh, when it joined the lineup on Tuesday night, which is the fifth fifth series for the network. Really, I mean. Well, Riverdale and I Zombie are comics too. So, yeah. the fifth kind of superhero uh, show uh, show for CW. But the first hour pulled a strong zero point eight rating among adults and two point three million viewers. And so, by CW standards, uh, that's really, really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And especially, basically, it held the lead in from the Flash, which is great. It held those numbers, and they didn't go away. So. Um, 
And so they're also in this article on The Hollywood Reporter talking about that uh, that is Black Lightning ranks as the highest rated premiere in two years. So that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. So, and what did you think of the episode? I thought it was good. I know we're not going to review the whole thing, but what did you think? I I thought it was good. I won't go into too many details um, because you have to watch. I'm not on the panel, but to get the opinions of the Mm -hmm. breakdown of the episode, I'd suggest you watch the After Buzz TV Black Lightning panel. Um, But I thought it was a great introduction. What is happening? (laughs) A great introduction to the character and to... His daughters as well. Yeah. And you, me, and Tiana, I think. I need he and his wife to get back together. Tiana, a little bit. That tension is so thick. It's so thick. But but I love it because for me, it shows the only reason they are not together is because of this. Of that. Of his of his alter ego. Yeah. Because if it wasn't that, and I enjoy the fact, and going back to that Washington Post article, him saying that the evolution of Jefferson Pierce's character was before when he was the younger Black Lightning, he was like Malcolm X, and then he became Martin Luther King Jr. for the Yeah, he talked about he felt like he saved more lives being a principal Mm -hmm. than being a superhero. Yeah, and so it's that duality, and he was saying it really takes both. You know, the first is nonviolence, but now, given what we've seen in the show, he's like, I have to go back and I have to... Man, it's well cast, too. All the actors were really good. Yeah, just well-rounded. I like the yeah. writing. You know, I like the storytelling. It, it, it was it was just great to me. It was, and it's different. Like, it is a little darker. Like, I, I know this sounds weird, but I don't think I've ever seen, like, you never see, like, gunshots and somebody, like, getting blood, like, right. popping out of them. Yeah. I think we got a little bit of arrow, a couple of, but it was surprising. So I think it's, it's grittier. Mm-hmm. It's grittier. And he's kind of like this... We're, I think we're going to see two sides of him, like this kind of Jefferson, Jeff character. Yeah. But Black Lightning's a little kind of more emotional. But anyway. And I was going to say, and I, just also going back <coughs> to the daughter really quick, the one thing I did like, and I'm going to talk about the episode a little bit, is that one guy was beaten up by both daughters. Yes. Which was yes. excellent. And he, yeah. it was done in, in public, and I think that's why his response to being beat up by the mm-hmm. both of them was so violent, because, mm-hmm. you know, he was he was embarrassed. Yeah. But I enjoyed it because it shows how tough they are. It does show how tough they are. And I just, I'm super, I'm just, I'm excited about it. So I'm going to buy more Black Lightning shirts probably. So, all right. So speaking of Cress Williams, let's talk about our throwback Thursday. Hey. So if you don't know, going back to the early 90s, Cress Williams was on a show called Living Single. <clears throat> and it's currently on Hulu, which I've been catching up with. So it's great. But he played a character named Terrence Scooter Williams, mm-hmm. and he had a friendship with Queen Latifah's character Khadijah. So we have a little clip from that. That's what I kept asking myself in LA. Really? Yeah. Listen, I got a job in the view. If it works out, I'll be back in New York. Oh, New York, that's here. <laughs> but the job isn't really why I want to come back. You know what I'm saying? I think so. <laughs> Look at you making me late for my interview. Call you late? And it's a kiss if you're not I mean, watching it. He of is course, a- you hear that <laughs> 90s audience whooping as they used to do. But yeah, so Cress was used, used to be a ladies' man. On the show. You know what? I watched that. And I remember doing, like, literally doing my algebra homework, watching that show. Mm-hmm. And 
I need to tell my boyfriend, you might want to thank Chris Williams for um, what he, he planted a seed in me. Oh, God. To type. Because he was, <laughs> I remember watching that and being like, I shouldn't like him like this. Sorry, I just brought up me, you guys. Yeah. But he is so handsome. But um, also, he was really, I'm going to say this about that show. Queen Latifah, she's such a strong personality, mm-hmm. just even actor wise. She's one of those people that it's hard to match her energy with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what makes me excited seeing him in Black Lightning and why he was so good and funny on that show is that he matched her energy and they were a great couple. Yeah, and even the other shows that I've seen him in, he was in Friday Night Lights, he's been in Heart of Dixie. Heart of Dixie. Um, yeah, Ivan and I believe Jazz said that they both liked him in Heart of Dixie. Um, yeah. But he just, he's such a good actor. He is a good like, actor. Like, he becomes the character. He does. And he embodies the character, so. We're he's excited. just great. This episode of CW Week was brought to you by Cress Williams. I'm not mad. I'm not mad I about it, I hope you're too. not either. So, I, I'm not mad at our ship poll winner. Do we? Not a winner. Oh, we're yeah, not a winner, but who's in the lead? Days. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, still, it's still Piper and Leo right now with 39%. I feel like, I feel like, what about uh, Roy and Fia now that everybody knows they're coming back? No? No. Didn't no. move. Okay. All right. You guys got to vote. You got to vote. You got to vote on after, at AfterBuzz TV on our Twitter. Now, let's talk about our trivia question. So, Black Lightning, as we said, CW's highest rated premiere in two years. Before that, The Flash was CW's highest rated premiere in six years. And so, what? Before that, there was a 2009 show that premiered that was the highest rated. So, which show was that? Was it Melrose Place? The Vampire Diaries? A show that nobody remembers, apparently, The Beautiful Life. The Beautiful Or 90210. The answer was... Do you want to show the picture, Anthony? You got it? It's going to be... Set. The Vampire Diaries. The Vampire Diaries. I mean, so yeah. So in 2009, The Vampire Diaries premiered along with The Beautiful Life and along with Melrose Place, but uh, 90210 actually didn't premiere until 2008. Because that's why they did Melrose Place, because now the two was, but Garrett, I guess so. So you were trying to throw the people off. I was off. trying to throw you off. Oh. Trying to throw you off. Trying to throw you off. So. I get it. I so, get it. Yeah. So, but hey, that's our show. We just did our the news for the week and wrapped it up. And now, you know, we're going to go. Watch Arrow. We're going to watch Arrow. So, hey, I'm just, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad the CW shows are back. Mm-hmm. It's like, it feels like I'm getting hugged by the universe. I love it. Um, Erica, tell everybody where they can find you. If you <laughs> want to keep the conversation going with me, don't forget to use the hashtag CW Weekly, and I'm at Miss Airy Baby on Twitter. Exactly. And you can find me at the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's, and at all socials. You can also listen to, I do a Riverdale podcast called TVT Time. You can find that on tvttime.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you listen to this show on the road, wherever you're driving, on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen, leave a review. It really helps us. We It gets our show out there. Tell everybody about the show. And as always... Follow us at AfterBuzz TV and put the hashtag CW Weekly. And we love you guys. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. 
views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Like yeah. Start?